Hello, hello, beautiful people. The wait is over. Yes, <laughs> the wait is over because I am back and here to share with you how you can book your students for professional television work, film work, musical theatre, on stage work, commercials, and more. I really discovered, uh, especially during COVID, that not enough studio owners around the globe were leveraging the beautiful talent that they nurture and develop in their studio space and really providing that next level step for them, which is, you know, going going pro, I suppose. Um, the best part though, and I'm going to share with you in this episode because I really do want to share this with you, uh, and I don't talk about talent management much in this show, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm talking about studio ownership a lot. Uh, talent management though is something that I'm very passionate about because I do believe more studio owners should be tapping into this service, not only because it's a great revenue stream, but because it is so great for your students, you know, just to provide beautiful opportunities for them and be the one that opens that gate. You know, the gatekeepers be gone, I say, um, you know, just just making the arts accessible to anyone who wants to be a part of it. So, yes, even though in this episode I'm going to be talking about how to book your students for professional on stage and, and theatre work and stage work, uh, I want you to know that it's not exclusive and it is inclusive and really no matter where your students are at, no matter how old they are, babies to grannies, uh, no matter, you know, what their abilities are, that the arts industry and the professional arts industry is available for everyone. Okay. We're going to talk about that in this episode as well. So yeah, I'm excited. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello and welcome to Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm your performing arts business coach and host, Josephine Langcuba. This show is designed to bring you inspiration, information, and the instruments you need to create and grow the studio biz of your dreams. I will bring you a mix of solo episodes, as well as interviews where I tap into the minds of industry experts. My career started as a performer over two decades ago. I later became a speaker, theatrical producer, and talent manager, as well as having a successful teaching career in singing, drama, and dance. 10 years into my professional journey, I became a mummer of two and with a baby on my hip, opened up my very own performing arts studio. From hardship and humble beginnings to four studio locations and a multi six-figure performing arts biz, I know how to attract students and keep them coming back for more. And in the show, I will share with you my experiences to help you thrive and fast track your path to success. I know you have a spark inside of you with dreams and goals for the future. As your coach and mentor, I'm here to help you step into your limelight and be a cheerleader in your ear each and every week. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk studio biz and all that jazz. Hello, it's Josephine here and uh, I'm your performing arts business coach and I'm also a talent manager and I've been doing you know, studio ownership and talent management and working in the arts for a couple of decades now. And I am so, uh, I'm so thrilled to have had this epiphany come to me during the COVID lockdowns, which was while everyone else 
and I, and I swear most studio owners don't tap into talent management as a service within their studio. While everyone else was struggling um, to really find, you know, to pay the bills, <laughs> to, to get through, to keep students engaged, I was fortunate enough that I had already at that time been running an in-house talent management service and talent agency agency rather within my studio for, you know, several years. So when the lockdowns happened, oh, don't get me wrong. It was horrific, but I was getting some bonus income. And that's when I became very thankful that I had my agency because I'd had, you know, students go on to do some really cool stuff like television commercials and whatnot. And what was happening because of the lockdowns, during that period, uh, I was getting approached by, you know, production companies, whatever, or, you know, clients that had previously used my students for commercial work in the past that they wanted to book rollovers with them. And that meant more income for me, the families. And so I actually did have a, a nice little, nice little comfy revenue stream running through that time, which supported me. Uh, obviously, you know, it wasn't as much as my studio business, but it was it was enough to just give me those bonuses that I needed each month to keep me in a in a better financial position. Now, a rollover, just for anyone that's listening that has no idea what I'm talking about, is essentially additional usage. So, for example, let's say a telecommunications company like Optus or Telstra, for example, books um, one of your students for a commercial campaign, and let's just hypothetically speaking say that that campaign is, you know, $6,000. You, if you're their manager, their talent manager or their agent, you receive a percentage in commissions for that booking. So let's, for example, say 10%, could be 20%, whatever, but let's say 10%. So you'll receive $600 for that booking. Now, if that client after, and they, and they agree to a term. So they'll say, oh, look, we want to use the footage for six months. Okay, great. $6,000 for six months. Beautiful. And then what happens is after that six months, if they want to continue using that footage and using that commercial and airing it or using it on billboards or whatever the deal is, they have to pay for the rights to continue using the footage, which is called a rollover. That's all it is. It's, it's the rights to additional usage of footage or content. So they will roll over the contract and say, we want another six months or we want to roll it over for 12 months. And then you have to say, okay, great. Well, that will be X amount of dollars. Thank you very much. The artist doesn't need to go in and refilm anything. They've already got the footage that they're going to use. And the artist gets paid again for what's called a rollover. And you, as their agent or manager, you receive a commission. Okay. Now I was getting rollovers during COVID, which was pretty cool because as we know, you couldn't do much. Like a lot of people weren't filming. So of course people were doing rollovers. I mean, rollovers happen all the time, but it happened quite frequently during COVID. Um, which was good because like I said, it didn't just put money in my pocket, but it was putting money in um, student families' pockets too. And that's nice, you know, to be able to do that is pretty special. Um, so we're going to talk about that. So that's one example of, you know, the type of commission that you can get from having your own in-house talent management service. And look, the reason I'm saying the wait is over is because my course talent manager bootcamp uh, is 
opening its doors again this September and the wait list is open. So if you want to jump on the wait list, I'm going to pop a a link in the show notes for you. Um, and you can learn how to create your own in-house talent management service, uh, in your studio and represent your students in film, television, theater, commercial, on stage and more. I'm going to teach you, you know, how to do that with confidence and ease. It's not rocket science when you know how. And I'm here to show you how, because my goal, honestly, and I've said this so many times in the past and, you know, people think it's a bit gimmicky or whatever, but it's just how I feel. I really do want to break the glass ceiling on the entertainment industry and make it accessible for everyone who wants to be a part of it. It's as simple as that. Like I know growing up as an artist myself, I had no idea what I was doing. I even spoke about this as a full-time student. Like I did full-time musical theatre courses and all that sort of thing. I did one year in um, Sydney at a full-time college here and then I went to Melbourne and I did one year in Melbourne in state at a full-time college there. And honestly, when I finished that full-time course, I felt like I still didn't know what I was doing as a professional. Yeah, I, I was had better skills as an artist, sure, but I still didn't know what to do with myself as a business. And I was having this conversation. Actually, if you flick back to uh, what episode was it when I interviewed Christine Denny? Anyway, that was a great episode. Um, if you flick back to that and I can't even think what it was, oh, the rise of tap dance and joy with Christine Denny, that would have been episode 94. Uh, we actually briefly touch on this, that full-time, you know, uh, performing arts students that go on to these colleges, they're not actually learning all there is to learn about the industry. For example, in that episode, we talked about how we, they don't teach you the business of being an artist because you are your own business, right? They don't teach you about how teaching, for example, is a very viable possible career path for you. Like it doesn't all have to just be audition for the big, for the big lead of a show. And if you get it, you're in. And if you don't, you're a failure, you know? And I felt like going through full-time college, I I'd spent, you know, thousands of dollars working three jobs, making it through to get to this, this point where I finished two years of full-time training and I came out with no agent, not knowing really how to get one. Only a few people were selected from our college to go to the big agency, the big, you know, the big popular agency. And the rest of us were just left flailing. And, and you know what? I just think that's negligence on these college behalfs. And it, we see it frequently. And what I think is that we as studio owners are in a powerful position to not only, you know, develop artists and the future stars of our industry, right, and not to, but the future professionals of our industry. Yes, we might develop a star, but we might just develop a professional working artist. That's fantastic. So we're in this powerful position where we get to cultivate, develop and nurture these artists into these roles, yet we aren't leveraging our, you know, our beautiful power and influence in actually getting them into the next level, which is professional career. 
And so what I'm saying to you is this is what I want to, I want to share with you this because I think that as studio owners, you can actually tap into this as a superpower and you can create this in your studio. It's, it's possible. Now I'm seeing a lot of my clients doing this and it's been a really beautiful journey. Some of them start off and, and you know, there's not much engagement. Others, they start and everyone's into it, right? It just depends who you serve. But over time, they do get the engagement and over time they start seeing auditions and results. So, um, for example, I've got regional students, um, regional clients rather, who have gone on to build very successful um, talent agencies and, and management companies within their studio uh, where they've had multiple students booking lots of auditions and they're getting the work, you know, and it, so it doesn't matter where you're from. There's ways to do it. And in talent manager bootcamp, I talk about that. So we don't just talk about, you know, television, film, commercial, yada, yada. We talk about also how to also create your own opportunities. Um, I think I've mentioned this before in an episode somewhere, but um, quite a few years ago, I started creating my own uh, professional stage shows and they were children focused. So that meant that I had young adults performing them or even teenagers. So teens to young adults performing them to a younger market. So a primary school market or a kindy or preschool market. And, you know, we would tour these shows and they actually became quite popular Um, So much so that last year I wrote my own original show called Time Machine the Musical and toured it to Melbourne. Uh, We sold 1,800 tickets. It was around $30,000 in sales. And then we toured it to Sydney and we sold, you know, 550 tickets and, and made, I don't know, somewhere in the vicinity of, you know, over $10,000 in sales, 15 or something like that off the top of my head. That was um, last year. But what I'm saying is I created that show and I was able in one week, um, I made $30,000 in ticket sales for a show that I created. And we, and it was a one hour show and we did three per day over two days in and out done. And, you know, these are things that I've created and I've developed Now, funnily enough, if I flick back to my full-time college days, I was more of a singer than a dancer. I could dance and I've been a choreographer and I've danced professionally in shows, but, you know, there were people that could do rings around me. I mean, there were people that, you know, could do triple pirouettes and leap in the air and their legs would go further than, you know, a 90-degree split. It would just be phenomenal. Uh, That wasn't me. You know, I could do a double turn. My, my triple was okay. Um, you know, things like that. And, you know, I could kick my leg up, but that took a lot of work. Like my flexibility was always something I had to really work on. It wasn't a natural gift of mine. Singing, however, was definitely my thing. I was, you know, singing is where I ended and landed as a professional in my more mature adult career. Um, and also television presenting and, and acting. But, you know, these are things that just weren't um, necessarily celebrated in my college. But, and so, like I said, I went on to not be able to find an agent and all these things. If only I'd had the studio owner or the college or the person that, you know, nurtured my development, tell me where to go and what to do. And 
that they could help me, that they could actually submit me and, and support my development. I mean, I knew I wanted to, to do professional work since I was a kid. I knew since I was young, you know, I imagined myself, I was playing with my, my Barbies on um, a footstool, you know, watching the Barcelona, Madonna Barcelona concert and pretending that, you know, imagining that I was going to be Madonna one day. You know, I always imagined this stuff. It was always in my head. I just didn't know how to do it. It also felt um, almost wrong, like you weren't allowed to want to be, you know, a famous pop star or whatever. Like, and that's ridiculous. I just think, you know, we're here to, f- to facilitate the dreams of the people that come through, the our young people, but also our emerging artists, regardless of their age. And I think we are in the prime position to give them those opportunities. So how do we do it? Okay. Well, uh, let me share that with you right after this break. Do you like the idea of representing your students in film, television, theatre, commercial and more? Well, it's possible. You can increase your student retention, increase your revenue and industry credibility by becoming a talent manager. Now the wait is over as my waitlist doors for Talent Manager Bootcamp are now open. This is the course designed to take you from studio owner to talent manager with ease and confidence as I cheer you on and support you and mentor you each step of the way. To join the waitlist for Talent Manager Bootcamp, simply head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash TMB or head to the link in the show notes. So uh, in Talent Manager Bootcamp, we not only cover you know, the seven key revenue streams. We also cover how to actually find the work, like where to find the auditions and the work and those key places. I'm going to just run through them with you here. Obviously, we're not going to deep dive like we do in a course environment where I'm there with you. You know, I give you eight live group calls across the eight off across eight weeks. You get, you know, six pre-recorded modules, um, really bite-sized, easy to follow ones that you can work through. You get, you know, a private Facebook group with me where you can ask questions and all that jazz. So obviously what I give you in a podcast isn't going to be in depth to the level of the course. It's just impossible. But what I can do is give you an overview of where to find the auditions and work and also just quickly um, run over those key revenue streams so that you know what's possible and you can start considering this because I want you to be able to provide these opportunities for your students, you know, to share the mission, to make the arts accessible to everyone who wants to be a part of it. That's it. So first of all, let's talk about where to find the auditions and the work. Now, normally you might get a few pop in your inbox as a studio owner that you just flick to your parents or your families or your students, depending what age you serve, um, saying, hey, yeah, you know, Mary Poppins, the musical's in town, flick, here's an email, go and audition. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you being actively involved in the, in you know, the progression of the career of these artists and actually being a part of it and receiving a commission for doing so. So where to find the work? Now, firstly, there are casting platforms that you can uh, be a part of that on the back end, these are private. So outwardly, you cannot see the jobs and the briefs coming through. Imagine a job board where jobs come in daily. You must be an approved member of these sites to gain access to these platforms. One example, and this is a global platform, it's available everywhere from the USA to the UK to you know Australia, New Zealand and beyond, is Casting Networks. So Casting Networks 
is a platform that you can use. It's a website that you register and become a member of and you need to be approved to do so. But you you go through that process and you can create and, and there's a job board basically and it's all electronically done. And as a talent agent or a talent manager, you have access to that job board and your talent, your talent or your students' profiles are all inside that system. They're not publicly viewed. They're just inside this system where people have been approved to use it. Now, what you can do is when a job comes in, you simply select your student profiles and you click send. So you're not sending multiple emails submitting. Like there's software now that like you can do a submission in 10 seconds using software like this, like casting networks. So what I'm saying is, you know, that's a these are the secret places of the industry that no one really talks about that only agents and talent managers know about. But now you know about it, right? We teach you, or I teach you in Talent Manager Bootcamp how to use this software and it's really easy. Um, and it doesn't cost you anything, by the way, you, the studio, and it costs you nothing to have the software too. So that's a bonus. Um, I mean, there are other casting platforms and we go through that in the course. You know, for example, there's Showcast in Australia and New Zealand. Um, there's Altai, which is a new one to market and that's, that's globally used. Um, but there's more and, and those are things that we do. But the main one that I love to share is that casting networks. Another thing you can do is follow casting directors on social media. These days, some of the, the auditions and casting notices you may find publicly, but all the good stuff is in the back end of these soft, these professional casting websites and software spaces but you're going to see some of it on the um, public pages. So you can find out the information and then do submissions that way. You can also sign up to production company mailing lists. Like for example, you know, Universal, um, I don't know, Carnival Cruises, whatever. They are often auditioning for shows and talent. And so if you sign up to those production company mailing lists, you can actually gain access um, and know what auditions are coming up that is suitable for your students. Uh, Crossroads Live Australia is a website that I like to keep an eye on. And on the back end there, they've got auditions as well. That's an Australian website, Crossroads Live, and it's for musical theatre specifically. You've also got some websites like starnow.com. Look, there's a few dodgy dealers in these spaces when it comes to Star Now, unlike Casting Networks or Professional High Level. On places like Star Now, um, yeah, you can register in as, an, as an agent and you can submit people for stuff. Um, but just watch out for the dodgy ones is all I'm saying, you know. So, yes, sift through the crap on sites like that, like Star Now or Backstage is another one. Um, you sift through the crap and you find the golden gems, you know. But there's some golden gems, but, yeah, you've just got to know to sift through it and make sure that you're, you're doing the right thing by your artist and, and sending them off to quality stuff. But yeah, these are the ones that this is where you can find the work. So like I said, casting networks and other software and, and you know, professional sites um, that are a conversation directly and job boards specifically between the talent agent and the production company or booker. So, you know, those are back end things. Then you can follow casting directors on socials. You can sign up to production company mailing list. Um, and you can also, you know, join more public facing websites like Star Now, Backstage and so on. All right. Now, and again, in the course, we go through it step by step and we, and we make it easy for you to do. All right. So it's not, 
It's not too um, hard. It's quite easy once you know how, and, and I support you and, and cheer you on through that process. Let's talk about revenue streams, guys. So if you uh, have a talent management service in your studio, then you are open to seven key revenue streams. So number one is commissions. So this is where you actually get commissions for booking the job. You also get commissions if they're called in for wardrobe calls, for callback auditions, for rollovers, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, for rehearsals and so on. So you receive a commission of that, which is great. You also are a high high sales point in any agency's photography packages. So that's quite lucrative. And you can run these like multiple times a year, which is great. So photography packages is a big one. And you definitely want to make sure that you're getting their actors headshots, uh, which is not only, you know, lucrative for your studio and agency, but it's also good for the artists because it gets them the right traction they need on their profile, which you help them set up. Showreels and videos are another way, you know, helping them to film, edit, create, whatever is another possible revenue stream. Uh, You've also got audition preparation workshops. So if you know Mary Poppins is coming to town, you can run a Mary Poppins audition technique workshop or how to film a great self-tape workshop, you know, things like that. You've got ticketed events, awards and galas, which is another great one. Um, So, you know, having an awards night for your exclusively for your agency um, students, you know, and, and families. Could be a karaoke party day, whatever. Like lots of things that you can do to bring that community together. So great for retention, but also um, bringing that in for you as well. You've got profile setup fees. So this is helping your artists set up um, high-level profiles on these sites like Casting Networks. And again, look, it all sounds all gibberish to you now, but in Talent Manager Bootcamp, I will go over this with you. And we actually have a lesson in your pre-recorded modules on each of these revenue streams. So it's really broken down for you, really straightforward. And then you have the opportunity to speak to me live in a group call and of course ask questions in the Facebook group. So we have so much support for you. Um, Even though it's that eight week course, you do get 12 weeks of access. You've got three months to work through this guy. So plenty of time, believe me, um, for me to support you through this process and get you up and running so that you can have more revenue in your business and a, a great retention strategy, right? And then number seven is professional performance company. So creating a professional performance company, like I said, which I did and I toured my original shows and sold, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of tickets to market. Um, I can show you how to do that. So those are the seven key revenue streams. Number one, commissions. Number two, photography. Number three, showreels and videos. Number four, profile setup fees. Number five, audition preparation workshops. Number six, ticketed events, awards, and galas. Number seven, professional performance company. Okay. And again, I'm here to support you in that. Now, guys, honestly, if it's something you've ever dreamt about, thought about, curious about, um, jump on the wait list. It's josephinelancuba.com forward slash TMB. That's TMB for Talent Manager Bootcamp, of course. Um, I'm also going to be running a free webinar 
Um, so if you're on my wait list and you, you that means you, you become a part of my mailing list um, and I'll make sure that you get an update when the doors are opening to that wait list. Um, you get early access if you're on the wait list, if you want to jump in. But also um, you'll get a notification on my free webinar that I'm going to be running in mid-September. So that's all the things, right? So yay, like I said, <laughs> the wait is over. You know, book your students for professional television work, films, musicals, commercials, and more. It's totally possible. You can do it. And, you know, I think it's time to jump in and tap into this, this unutilized beautiful revenue stream and service that you can provide for your community. Like I said, I've been doing it for nearly a decade successfully. And during COVID periods, it's what kept me a little bit afloat, gave me a little bit of a cash injection each month um, when most studios didn't have that. That's why I created the course, by the way. I thought, oh gosh, you know, I felt really fortunate to have that bonus cash coming in. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice if more studio owners knew about this, if they knew that they could create this for themselves and make this possible and not just facilitate opportunities for the students because that's a beautiful thing, but also for themselves. You know, I think it's been such a challenging time of recent and I just want to alleviate that and give you some great opportunities and and, um, boost that income for you as well because the income that you get from talent management services is not always direct either. It's indirect. It's people, they respect you. They stay with you for longer. They're more loyal. You retain more customers. You attract more customers, you know, and we talk about that in the course. We talk about how you can leverage this service to attract more students into your studio so that you're not only receiving direct income from the agency, but indirect because it's also filtering through your studio as well, which is what you want. You know, it's about using this service to build what you already have created and, um, yeah, just levelling up, I suppose, levelling up that business for yourself and for your students. And it's inclusive. Like I said, not everyone needs to be a rock star to join. Like if you've got kids that are four years old and just confident and want to be a part of it, they can do it too. Like it doesn't matter. Um, There's all different levels of work. So, you know, everyone can do commercial work, for example, Uh, everybody, if they're confident and willing to take direction, they can do commercial work. Um, But obviously there'll be some students that are more attuned to, you know, being a lead vocalist. So that would be, okay, they could go for musical theatre or they've just really got those beautiful acting skills and, and, and a high level of learning, you know, scripts. So they may be suited to more lead role for, for, you know, television series or film. But, you know, but you can always have every single student a part of your commercial books. And then, of course, those more high-level roles, you you know that person suits it more, that kid's better, you know, for that sort of a thing and X, Y, Z, you know. You know your students. That's the best thing too. So you're the best person for the job and it means that you can really provide that um, personal service, which we love. All right, everybody, jump on that wait list. Talent Manager Bootcamp doors are opening soon. Even if you're listening to this, um, if you're listening to this episode and you've listened to it at a different time, still go to the link and see if you can jump on that wait list. So making sure that you jump in there. This wait list then clicks over this wait list link when the doors are open, actually clicks over to 
join the course. So it doesn't matter when you, you jump onto the link, it's the right time. Um, but yeah, that's josephinelancuba.com forward slash TMB and the link is in the show notes. All right, everyone, the wait is over. Join me. Let's go. Have a beautiful day. This episode was brought to you by my signature group coaching program, Studio Biz Success, an amazing and accessible online educational platform for performing arts studio owners designed to help you grow your business with confidence and get your results. Check it out at josephinelancuba.com along with other great industry resources to help you leap into the studio biz you deserve. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. You can tag me on social media at josephinelancuba and give it a review. Your support helps the show to grow so I can continue to provide you with useful, informative content. I'm Josephine Lancuba, your biggest cheerleader. Thanks for listening and shine bright.